0: Gold open question of the week, Kaz. What's up, shoes? Did You, you saw uh, uh, Big Show, or sorry, Paul White, no more BS Paul White on, uh, on Dynamite last night? Uh,
2: fortunately, yes. Yes, I did. Yes. Here's your question. Mm.
0: Whose legs would you rather have for the rest of your I'm life? I'm not answering this. I'm not answering this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
2: doing it. I'm not doing it. This man has been wrestling since the Clinton administration. I'm not going to say a bad word. <laughs> About Mr. White. Well, then
0: you can pick him. You want Paul White's legs or Hornswoggle's legs for the rest of your life? Oh, God.
2: Uh, Man, I I watched some very mean comments on Paul White's legs last night. Somebody said he, he looks like he's walking in cursive. (laughs) <laughs> which I thought was, what I, I thought was kind of messed up. No,
0: we all walk in cursive. Hopefully, um, he's walking yeah. with like block letters. But yeah, yeah that's like like his legs were in italic
2: It was just mean. People just being very very mean. And I guess but that was a mean question. I, I will tell you this. I will. I would not want horse waggles legs. No, I, I can't. I, I can't imagine.
0: No, I, I, I think I tried to make it an easy one. So be. Pro, it's a pro Paul. It's white a pro Paul White question. You're right.
2: <laughs> I mean, I've been, I've been most. I've been over six feet for more than half of my life, and I couldn't imagine being like four foot nothing so even if my legs were like
0: paul white's legs uh i i think i'd still want to be tall yeah yeah me too me too. and you can probably get a few more inches if you had paul Pro- white's legs
2: probably probably i think i got still i'll still be able to dunk if i had paul white's legs how about that maybe then maybe not work maybe, as well, <laughs> maybe not
0: land but maybe you could not probably get us the takeoff will be fire. It's the landing that's the Might problem. Might look a little funny at pool parties, too, but that's <laughs> cool. Uh, let's start the show. Let's go. What's going on, jabronis? It's pitch Mr. Perfect, Skylar Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. This is Roast Battle Season 1 champion, Mike Lawrence. Husky Steve Kazi. This is Trey Kirby. This
2: is your girl, WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks.
0: Hi, this is Lillian Garcia. My
1: name's Kevin Owens. I am AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will. And you're listening. To and you're listening. You're to, listening to. And you are listening to. You're listening to. You are listening to the masked Man Show. The Mask Man Show. The Mask Man
0: Show. Welcome to the Masked Man Show with Kaz. How you doing, buddy? We got
2: Crown Jewel this weekend. We got Crown Jewel this weekend. Going to be an uh, exciting night in the Saudi verse. Love it. And I've got a very
0: <laughs> important announcement this week on the show. Oh, really? Uh, it's that I'll be watching Crown Jewel this weekend. Oh, it's lit. It Stop the presses. <laughs> That's it. Stop I, was the presses. Con- I was trying to do a Tony. I was trying to do a Tony Khan style big announcement. <laughs> Did that. Did that big announcement uh, fall flat for you or nah? Well, listen, I'm choosing to believe that it, this is all self-aware. This is like comedy at this point, right? He You're makes right. the big announcement. I used to have a, a buddy that we would just text back and forth every time Tony Khan speaks or Tony Khan has a big announcement. It would be like a graphic. And that text thread died out because at this point, it's just become too either too much, too ridiculous to even comment on, or fully self-aware. I'm choosing to believe that he gets that he's in on the joke. I would hope
2: so. I would hope so. He has to be in on the joke. He's very... It almost makes me kind of wish we got more uh, unhinged Tony Conner from a couple of weeks ago.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) In response to people's comments about the big announcement. Listen... For sure. He, he's he's announcing a ticket presale. I mean, that's that's a that's a thing that we've been saying he should be doing more and more markets. Now I hope he'd make more big announcements when this, he's going to say like, "Hey, we're coming to Louisville in two months or mm-hmm. something," or hey, "We're coming to Philly." Mm-hmm. But, but obviously, all in two twenty twenty four is is a bigger deal, and, and he wants to give people time to save up their euros or shillings or pence or whatever <laughs> it is they use to uh, to to get their tickets. So, yeah, yeah, I mean,
2: well, you know, it, it's. For sure. I mean, listen. Like, it's the biggest show of the year. You want to be able to, you know, use your biggest TV audience to let people know when those tickets will be on sale. So I get it in this sense. But you know, eh. you know, people find anything to complain about on, on AEW right now. It's uh, I say all that because. Like AEW is kind of in this weird place that WWE was several years ago, where just everything gets looked at in a negative scope, or everything gets looked at as a, oh, why did they, oh, they should have, oh, they this, this, that, and the third. And I think it's a little unfair. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's a little, I think they've been kind of they've been kind of egging it on. Not to say that there isn't AEW isn't without criticism, but like now people are like, oh my God, how did you psych up the tony khan announcement into just being ticket sales that could have been an email it could have been a, a tweet or a thread or a tick of yeah. a
0: talk or something i don't know <laughs> but who knows who knows yeah yeah i mean that could have been an email but you know now now we're all talking about that all in two and tickets going on sale and we're not all in two we'll wimbly two but whatever um back to britain let's go in reverse order A Dynamite I mean A W Dynamite was last night yes I mean it was a it was a really fun show to watch absolutely zero complaints watching it start to finish Um, the big finish obviously was was uh, Jay White of Bullet Club Gold getting the pin on MJF in their long awaited eight man tag match MJF despite saying he would never ever do it did team up with the acclaimed and Billy Gunn or a lot of a lot of hullabaloo getting us to the place where we kind of started um, but it was a, it was great. It was a fun match. Bullet Club Gold are just my favorite people in pro wrestling right now. Maybe the only people in pro wrestling who can do the post match kind of wrap their arms around each other, like celebratory hug, but tired and sweaty in the mo, in a really totally convincing way. Mm-hmm, like, I mm-hmm. feel like these are guys who probably, you know, like each other and hang out shirtless together a lot. I don't, know. I, I don't know. I really don't know where I'm going with that. Um, But so, you know, Jay White's kind of staked his claim on the title now. He's obviously been carrying it around, but now he's got a pinfall victory over the champ, MJF. Um, What do you think? Any chance Jay White's the one to dethrone him?
2: I mean, I said that was my pick uh, several weeks back, but this is before we... We fell right into the, the the maxiverse the the maxiverse is that what we're calling it now
0: that's the philadelphia 76ers the yeah maxiverse.
2: Uh, the Maxiverse. <laughs> all right so i guess we'll call it the 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 the, the scumbag averse right? okay <laughs> we're in the scumbagiverse now with mjf where everybody's kind of out of after his title and um now that he's the longest-running champion in aw history kind of makes me wonder how long they're going to keep rolling with it. You know, it almost seems like uh, it wouldn't shock me if he's still champion up until uh, the end of the year, up until World's End. So my... my well, if Adam Cole White, is really hurt,
0: and mm-hmm. for the record, I, uh, conspiracy theorist who doesn't believe he is, but if Adam Cole is really hurt, yeah, this is the sort of show that makes you feel like he's going to hold it right up until Adam Cole, you know, uh, has Hornswoggle's leg surgically implanted onto his body and <laughs> makes a return. Um, the... I will say if the if Adam Cole is actually injured despite the storyline despite it making sense in character I would not have put the I would not have I would not be putting Adam Cole on my show when there are other people who will have a legitimate claim to MGF's, MJF's title right well because television
2: it, time is real estate man it nothing well, nothing's on TV by accident
0: there were I mean MJF was on screen outside of the match for probably 30 minutes last night you know so it's there was a, it, the, the, he's got a big 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 b- bunch of, of of real estate t- of <laughs> tv time real estate and you know they it, it's it wasn't necessarily to the detriment of everything else there was the uh, the willow cheetah match which managed to advance like three storylines you know after the match all at once and that's that's it's good to see them paying attention to that division that title um that Julia Hart, et cetera, feud. I mean, there's, it's a lot of, it's, it's fun stuff. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of th- MJF gets a lot of time. But I'll just say, is like Adam Cole. Everybody knows that Adam Cole looming in the background is the the storyline's got to come to a head at some point, right? And if you're, and 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 when you see them give a big pinfall victory to Switchblade. You're like, oh my God, Switchblade, I mean, the the, the the human emotion that that's supposed to evoke is, oh my God, Switchblade could actually do this. We've seen it a million times, you know, it's not always true, but, and as you're thinking that, you're like, no, then why is Adam Cole still hanging around here? Like, Adam Cole's the one who's supposed to take the belt off MJF, right? So while I like the lots of different challengers at once and anything could happen, it's the specter of that fakely injured Adam Cole that really, you know, <laughs> kind of throws everything off.
2: It's starting to feel like though, man. But you know, uh, yesterday's dynamite and and being fully transparent, I I saw—I would say I maybe saw forty-five percent of dynamite and saw the rest on social media because I was mid-travel but uh and hey, uh, where and are I, you uh, i'm in i'm in Flair country i'm in raleigh north carolina oh wow raleigh, yeah, all right yeah and um do a shout out to north carolina central eagles i'll be there speaking with uh, ninth wonder oh and, that's right uh, you talked man.
0: about going down for ninth wonder yeah. Yeah yeah,
2: yeah yeah yeah, it should be fun hung out with him yesterday but in any case i got to try and catch up on as much dynamite as i possibly could uh yesterday and i'll tell you man it was a whole lot of sports entertainment on that show, bro. Like it felt like a, a by the numbers WWE television show like building to a pay-per-view. Like exact like you got the main champion in multiple segments trying to find like to, like I, could, I I'm almost positive we could find like several somebody examples. Somebody tweeted
0: and it's somebody who's na- who I follow, I mean somebody who I should name check, so apologies, but somebody tweeted right afterwards that was a by the numbers episode of Raw looking forward to Dynamite in 2 days. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, you got a Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho tag match against 2.0. That was fine. And then, and, and, uh, 3.0, sorry. And then, and, you know, you got the big show thing. You got the six, the, the Ring of Honor six man championship changed hands. Um, but it was mostly because our guy Swerve came in and taunted Hangman to leave the ring. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's nice that Brian Cage and the embassy got the, got the six-man titles back. That's probably worthwhile. And then the Young Bucks got really mad after the match. And the announcers were selling it like they're really mad at Swerve. But it seemed like maybe they're a little mad at Adam Page. Seemed so, like yeah. it. Seemed like it. Um, just a rough situation to have to be in. We're going to lose these belts we care so sort of strongly about. That we cared a lot about for about a
2: couple of weeks. I don't know. It, does, it did kind of seem to me that we're going to uh, eventually lead into some heel young bucks that we haven't seen for a long time. And, uh, and I don't care how we get there. You know, uh, I think anybody who is shoot a part of the office usually just th- seems to work better as a heel. And I think there's just a part of this elite Young Bucks, Adam pa- Adam Page, Kenny Omega sort of uh, alliance that, especially as heels, that they haven't even really got to touch yet, you know? And, and I know people are going to hate it being, you know, super sports entertainment-like, but, you know, they'd be the only people that could kind of be some authority figures. They can also be in the ring, and I think they should. I think they should lean more into that. I think that's something that they just haven't touched yet, with for for obvious reasons. But I think they yeah, can that's do a it little a bit different of a,
0: way. It's not exactly a third rail, but there's not a lot of going back from that if you do that on the screen for sure.
2: But I think there's. I think they've they've held off on it purposely because they know that once you once you push that curtain back and let people know, hey, these are some of the guys in charge here, or at least have more influence than you know your your average wrestler. Um, you can't really turn back from that. But I think it, it could be an interesting sort of way to keep these guys in, you know, uh keep them interesting, you know, like great. They're incredible matches and incredible workers, but the most interesting thing about them is that they help run the company. <laughs> and and I think there could be some, they could be some real juice to 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 helping to tell that story in the right way. How you get there, I mean, there's a million other ways to do it, but if they're gonna start going heel heal and start doing some stuff that are not as uh happy go lucky young bucks that we've seen in the past um it'll be interesting to see if they kind of play more into that,
0: yeah, but we've seen them heal before they don't have, they don't go for a full change, so we've never i mean uh, we will we'll see We're well right. yeah, or whatever right. um <laughs> Uh, I don't know what, what else stood out. We got uh, Mox officially challenged uh, Orange Cassidy for full gear. That's gonna uh-huh. happen. Mox looks like uh, he's he's back and ready to go. Did he wrestle this weekend? I think he wrestled an in indie show this week. I think so. Um, well, I think he's gonna be our revolver, right? Oh, that he just made his appearance. Okay,
2: gotcha, gotcha.
0: Um, yeah, but you know, overall, pretty good show. What made you happier though? What gave you more of the feelings? Was it MJF doing the scissor? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm kind of off of the scissor, bro.
0: I ain't gonna
2: hold you. Like you're I, over I, it. I'm I'm over it, bro. Like the the the, the acclaim does kind of jump the shark for me, bro. I'm Not gonna hold you, man. Like this time last year, maybe a little bit more before that, before you know when they when they were niche and they were kind of building their shit up on a rampage and other shows. Like I was like, oh man, these guys are actually like super entertaining. But I yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little. It's getting a little whack. <laughs> it's getting a little whack now. So no, I wasn't super hyped about the scissors.
0: But what? No. So the scissor, the 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 group scissor, or the emotional moment where Edge agreed to be Sting and Darby's partner?
2: I think I think that probably told more story. Uh, you know, uh, the Adam Copeland advancement, uh spearing Christian Cage finally. And after saying for so long he won't fight him, he won't fight him, he won't fight him. And uh, you know, this thing yelling at you will convince anybody to do anything. So I get to completely understand why uh the the, the fortune sort of changed there. But I'm I'm always I'm more interested in, in just seeing where they take this Adam Copeland stuff, you know? Um I think now that the hype has sort of died down a little bit and we can kind of get in the brass tacks about what makes this guy uh, you know, a, a living legend and just kind of doing what he can and and just creating some good stuff. Um, I just wanna see where they take that now, you know. Um obviously the multi-man tag match still gives you an opportunity for an easy out where Christian doesn't necessarily get in the ring with Adam Copeland and they continue to build that tension between uh the two of uh, those guys, but um it, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely more interested in that than, um, than scissoring. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, I'm, I'm off the scissoring, bro. I'm off the scissoring train. Like if y'all, if y'all still chop chopping with your fingers, more power to you. But uh, it's the milk's gone bad for me <laughs> as far as the acclaim is concerned. Can't
0: camp front. Well, you know who knows. You know when there's NBA players doing the scissor thing out there on the court in a few years. You know throwback style. Maybe that'll be cool.
2: It hasn't passed the the end, zone, the end zone test yet. It hasn't. Nobody in the NFL. That is the, the telltale sign if something you're doing in wrestling works. We are, at what, week nine of NFL action? Haven't seen one scissor in the end zone, bro. It's not that over. It's not that over. No nope, crotch. I've seen people swerve when they drive a little bit. I've seen that yeah. in some college football. So I'm like, okay, that's over. But uh, it's no crotch chop, obviously. Joel Embiid, uh, I don't know how much. What oh, is it, 25,000 that he got fined for? That? I saw 35,000. <laughs> 35,000, yeah. yeah, that's a very expensive crotch chop. Um, <laughs> but nah, man, uh, I'm just uh, it, it's it's hilarious like that. That you don't really make it, you don't really know how over you are unless like an NFL player somehow references you or mentions you. In the end zone, or after a sack, or something, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Um, gosh, the, I remember when the yes chance sort of took over Seattle with the with oh, yeah. the twelves the doing them, and my gosh, yeah, that's a that's a get you into football, man. Swerve's over there though. Swerve got the Swerve got people going, but they ain't scissoring in the, in the end zone, bro.
0: This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Dragonoff vs Dragonoff uh, retained the title against Carmelo Hayes and which was another wonderful match between the two of them.
2: Great chemistry between those two, man. They got it. Love it.
0: Uh, I weirdly you talk about the chemistry and certainly they have it, whatever that is. But this match was a little bit choppier than their previous match. It felt a little bit rougher around the edges, which I, you know, in, a, in any Dragunov match, I feel like generally works in favor of the match, you know. As long as it doesn't totally fall apart it it can but, but it did feel like a little bit just, uh, just a little bit less a little bit less smooth and and it was it was it was interesting it, you know it was it, it wasn't a carbon copy of the previous match otherwise but it was to me that's what stood out as the big difference
2: Yeah I would say the same man uh but I I think the I think what off sort of um his style his style is is that like if one thing's an inch off, or timing is a second off, it can go like horribly wrong. And I think that's why it's it's so entertaining, right? Like that that um that flying forearm, that 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 CTE trigger that he does, like off uh-huh. the top. Um, it looks so dope because if it's not done perfectly right, you can legitimately concuss somebody, right? So I I don't know. I think it worked a little bit better for me that it was a little bit more not as clean 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 you know uh he's a brutal guy and i think i think that's what a lot of people me included sort of you know thought carmella hayes sort of lacked you know carmella hayes is flashy and smooth and you know just just a clean sort of wrestler and i don't think people knew if he had that grit in him yet that dog in him um you know so i think this kind of helps even in defeat so
0: uh, I don't disagree.
2: Yeah, I thought the match was good, and the the ending left a little bit of intrigue there too, with with Trick Williams, and then you know, I guess Baron Corbin was the person attacking people at, at, at the end. I think. Well, I don't know. Of, I, I was confused about that. Was because that a it swerve? Seemed... I don't know, man. Yeah. So.
0: Trick comes to the ring and they're having, it. he and Carmelo are having this stare down. You don't know if it's going to be a, a positive or a negative. It's going to be, a, you know, I'm going to shake your hand or slap you in the face, to, to quote the Macho Man. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh no, there's something happening backstage. And it's, it's Baron Corbin over the fallen body of Dragonog. And it looks like he's just attacked him. Right. But he but he's saying, I told you to keep your head on swivel or whatever. I told you to to keep an eye out. But I don't think we actually saw Baron Corbin doing anything like he. It it was filmed in such a way that I couldn't tell if it was even supposed to be a mystery. But but I thought that they were going to do it. I thought that Corbin was going to be like, say, I didn't do it. Right, like, like, oh, I just, I pulled away, you know. Like, I, I mean, like, I, I came over, he was already down. Yeah, I'm screaming because I'm an angry wrestler, but I'm not the one that hit. Him. I guess he beat him up. I don't know. I don't know. But he also, said, we he got.
2: Said, I, I told y'all to keep your head on the swivel. Is yeah. what he said, and then I don't know.
0: It was, uh, but had he just hit him? I don't really. I guess he did. I, I, I don't really know. But also, we got Lexis, uh, Lexis King, uh, the former Brian Pillman Jr., who's who in his interview was like, just watch what I do or what I've already done. So it's like when he said that in that interview was that was that last week? I was like, oh, he already he's you know the the, the implication is that he's responsible for something that's already happened.
2: Yeah,
0: I don't know. A lot of intrigue. A lot of, a lot intrigue. of intrigue. A lot of intrigue. So the 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 um the Creed brothers wrestled on uh, on NXT, but they also wrestled on Monday Night Raw. It's feel and their call up is a is, is apparently official. Um. Is there anybody else from this crew that we think is going to just go right to the main roster? I mean, normally you would think Carmelo having lost the title and then lost the rematch for the title would kind of this would be his, his his the time for his call up. Mm-hmm. That's why when I when Trick hit the ring, I thought, oh, they're going to shake hands, you're going to hug it out. And then Melo's going to go on his merry way. Right. Wouldn't that be like the way you would do it? But we didn't get that moment. So I don't know. What do you, What do you think? I don't know. Uh,
2: I don't know, man. I mean, when Carmelo was on the top rope, he kind of looked like, oh, snap, this dude's back. He, like, he knows. Like, it wasn't like Trick Williams was, like, unconscious when they found him. Like, he was still writhing around, and we still haven't heard him really say anything. So Trick knows who's attacked him. He just hasn't talked about it yet. And Carmelo gave him the look like, oh, my God, what's he going to do? And then... With the Corbin thing, I don't know. So, man, uh, if we're talking about if we're talking about people that I think are ready to be kind of called up, I think the Trick and, and mellow thing still has some legs there. Like, I still think that's a that's an NXT premium live event main event between those two before there any call up. If anybody's ready, I think it's Braun Breaker. You know, like I would love to see, I would love to see Braun Breaker get that call up sooner rather than later as well um i think he's kind of done everything that he needs to do in nxt and uh man i mean the the von wagner story is is, is 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 it seems like it's gonna keep going but after that like where else could you go where else do you kind of where else can do you kind of toss
0: from? it's a good question Ron beat friend of the show uh mr stone yes very handily rob dad. stone <laughs> well, it was a valiant effort it was a valiant effort hell of a spear to in the whole thing um But yeah, I mean, I think that Braun is, despite the fact that I think, you know, I feel like he and Mello are kind of on the same level, in terms of potential, in terms of what they've done. Mello's a little better worker. Braun's Braun, he's just electric. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's easier to call up Mello. I feel like that. I feel like the creative is a little bit easier. Well, I think it's easier to execute because you don't have to bring him in as like a world beater. He's got to, he's going to have to prove himself again on the main roster. Braun. It's simpler in a way. If you go the obvious route, if you, but, but it's, it's still a tougher need to throttle to put, to, to bring somebody in as a immediately as a legit guy. Right. I mean, they pulled it off with Kevin Owens back in the day. Um, but somehow, but I feel like Braun's got just so, their expectations are so high. I I think that's why, though.
2: I think that's why uh, it's kind of easier to pull off because they've put him in those situations already, right? Like he's he's kind of already had a run with Dolph. He had a match with um. Seth Rollins, that was
0: really well received. Like he's done some, he's done some things already. Yeah, but the, but the expectations so, can weigh on you because you can get the reaction from the crowd true. of the you know the the old Cena or Roman Reigns, uh, you know. Th- no matter how they present you, if they feel like oh they're they're presenting you as a made guy, then you know on some level you're going to be Rocky Maivia if you don't. Get it just right. That's true. So weight of expectation. That's, that's the beauty of NXT, you know, Mystico that's is be- is wrestled wrestled in AEW last week. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of you know online chatter and joking around or whatever about that dude. But Sin Cara, there were a lot of issues with his WWE run. But you know, one of them was that he like missed the the the, the trampoline a time or two on his way into the ring, <laughs> trying to figure it out. Which I'm not going to knock the guy for. I couldn't even jump on a trampoline in my own backyard, but um. But the trampoline's sort of a metaphor, right? They went through all the trouble to change the lighting and put in this grand entrance and everything else, and it's like you, you know, you may you you bounce wrong and all that goes down the drain, and that's why I think that that's why I think that the 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 degree of difficulty is a little bit higher with Braun because you bring him in as a made man, you only get one chance, right? I mean, it's 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 just tougher.
2: Well, I'll put it like this: the reason why Kevin Owens thing sort of worked off Rip is because he went straight at John Cena and won. You know what I mean? So, like, who would be who's John Cena enough to kind of like take that sort of hit immediately? Like, does he get called? Well, up it could and, be like, John Cena. Like, it could be John Cena himself, right? But like, does he get called up and immediately like beat up Seth Rollins and win the World Heavyweight Championship? Does he go straight at Roman Reigns? Like, does he go straight at you know, uh, any of these made guys on off
0: rip, like it, it has to be that level of dude. I think Rollins is the right guy. I think Rollins is probably the answer. I don't know if he, he should beat him, but that's it. But 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 I could imagine that confrontation. I could imagine that that match would be pretty good. You know, Rollins is obviously could get the best out of him. Um not Roman Reigns. Keep that man a million miles away from Roman
2: Reigns. <laughs> well, it seems like the last time
0: uh, you know Heyman was over there, they was homies, right? It's like, true. He was
2: basically, trying to say, hey man. This actually, it's actually more more to good. me.
0: It's more keep him a million miles away from L.A. Knight. And I say this is a big fan of Braun Breaker and L.A. Knight, but I, I just don't want two guys who see, who who. Oh God! Two guys who I love. I don't. I don't need two guys who who feel like somebody doing a halloween impression of a professional wrestler on sharing massive screen time together one of them i love i love the vibe of one guy like that playing off a straight man like roman reigns or even seth rollins who's right. not exactly a straight man who does all the the, the big the, the, eccentric the eccentric stuff
2: and shit, yeah. but i
0: don't want those two guys together just yet need, need some need some need both of them to get a little bit more grounded um but yeah, no, it, it would be interesting to see him just go right at Seth Rollins. Maybe he wins in a non title match, you know? Like maybe they just you just, just go for it. I mean that that I wouldn't mind that at all. One other note from um from Halloween Havoc part two. Dom Mysterio coming out in handcuffs, beating Nathan Frazier. Oh, oh,
2: oh. Hey, put some respect on the name. WWE workhorse Dom.
0: Mysterio. That's why I was going to bring it up. That's, that's exactly Come why I was going to bring it up. What did he
2: put some respect on that name? <laughs>
0: Dom. Mysterio, um, Sammy made me do it, posted this on Reddit. Dom. Mysterio just wrestled six matches in the last seven days across two continents. Four shows in Germany, Wednesday through Saturday. Flew back to America on Sunday. Uh, wrestled in Raw and then defended the North American title on NXT. He's going to be in Saudi Arabia. Well, I don't know if he's going to be in Saudi Arabia. He's not actually booked for the Saudi Arabia show, but he could potentially wrestle another match for all we know in cred in, in, in Saudi Arabia this weekend and really just take it to the next level. This guy is is the workhorse. He's a workhorse. Putting the company on his back,
2: Dom Mysterio. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, nothing. There is absolutely no... There's absolutely no... Uh, way you can replace ring time and this dude being able to not just go out there but being trusted to kind of go out there and and carry shows on nxt raw smackdown and house shows i mean i don't know the numbers out there but i think what is is cody rhodes i think cody rhodes is probably the one like working the most dates right now or like ricochet or one of these guys like those are if i had to guess it's like what are what are those guys that are just every show at like
0: Complete Iron Man type stuff. Yeah, no, Cody does Stop. everything. I mean, Cody's Cody's out there all the time. Um and he's the franchise. For a player, while man. it was for yeah. a while it was the Usos because they wrestled every house show and every, you know, every SmackDown. They're just sort of by, they're the as it, when they were playing just kind of Roman Reigns' as proxies, then they had to wrestle a whole lot. But Cody does it. Cody never says no. Seth Rollins is out there all the time. Um if you it's okay I'll, I'll we'll let me check the numbers. Well we should we should well let's run this down because it's actually really interesting. But um yeah, it's it's, it's Dom is doing something incredible. I got to tell you. I've said it a million times on this show. I never would have thought that he would have proven to be the performer and the heat magnet and everything the the professional wrestler that he is. Certainly never thought he'd get as good as he is in the ring right now. But even if you told me all that stuff was true even if you gave me a crystal ball when he won the North American championship, and, and I knew all of that stuff, and that he's as good as he is right now. I still would have thought that he would be carrying around the North American championship as just like a trophy and never really defend it. with any for, it never, de- never go out of his way to defend it until it was time for him to lose it. Right? I n- mm-hmm. never would have thought this guy would be working this sort of schedule. Um, well, Wesley's back, so I mean, maybe maybe
2: this is sort of coming to an end, and maybe you get Wesley back into the chase, and you make him if he comes back and get that title. I mean, but- I don't know that anybody
0: obviously beating Dom would be a big deal. I almost would just like have Dom lose it in whatever match really matters on the main roster, and have some like super over babyface like Cody Rhodes to get the belt from, and then and then like <laughs> Cody, you know. Like we said the other Finish the
2: story. No, 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 no. Yeah, that would yeah.
0: that would be so great if you were the North America Championship and got on the mic. That would be such a coding moment, be like, I finally finished the story.
2: Like, this is for you, dusty. That's it. That's the end. Um, no, but great. I could I
0: would almost we talked about Cody people being able to like like Becky Lynch did. People, it's it's somehow it's almost more acceptable to be a big star and to lose in a friendly on NXT, you know, than it than on the main roster. I would almost let him drop it to Cody Rhodes so there's a huge moment on the main roster and then let Cody go back and lose it to whoever they decide, to Wesley or whoever's going to take that title back, you know, and, like, just do it that you, way.
2: You mentioned, you mentioned that you were surprised. You never thought that Dom would be this, like, a great of a worker this early in his career. But, you know, this week uh, they're doing, uh, you know, the This Is Awesomes and the WWE Ultimates right before um, Crown Jewel. And uh, Damien Priest is our special guest. And, you know, like in between tapings, I'm just like remembering stuff he said. And part of the show is like sort of like a fantasy booking like wrestling show. So there's just like a bunch of just random wrestling names out Mm -hmm. there. And you'll hear Damien talk, and I think one of the names is like Juventude Guerrero. Oh, yeah. And he was like, Yeah, he's like, Yeah, that's one of like, that's one of 12 of Dom's uh, godfathers or something like that. And then you forget, like, damn, like this dude really was raised in between not just, you know, your father being the greatest switchador of of all time, but. You know, all these, you know, Mexican wrestling legends that have all helped sort of kind of raise this kid, too, in addition to being, like, the WWE performer that he sort of turned into. So it did kind of seem, you know, it it may seem like it's a little bit out of left field, but then you forget, man, this dude's probably got, like, a wealth of, like... We jokingly say he's already a 20 year veteran in WWE, but like it's not nothing like being around just by osmosis. I mean, like it's not nothing, you know, so it, it shouldn't shock that many people that he's this over as a heel or this much trusted as a workhorse to kind of like carry matches or elevate titles or do everything that he's doing right now being the top faction in WWE at the moment. Yep. No disrespect to the bloodline, but you know, it's, it's the Judgment Day Psalm right now, and I don't know if it would have happened this quickly, but man, it's it's definitely happening, and the more you hear stories about his, his upbringing and the people he's been around and the folks that have bestowed their, like, infinite wealth of knowledge to over the yeah. past years, you're less surprised that, like, okay, so- yeah, it makes sense. He's kind of a prodigy.
0: It's the Judgment Day's time, but will the Judgment Day come through when it matters at Crown Jewel this weekend? Let's do our predictions. Oh, baby, let's do it. Uh, Do we just read off the Wikipedia page that had all the uh,
2: results or (laughs) not?
0: I'm going to ask you what you think, and then I will cross-check it against the Wikipedia page. How does that sound?
2: Sounds good. Let's do it.
0: All right. Um, judgment Day adjace. That's eh, a Judgment Day match. Sami Zayn versus J.D. McDonough is the pre-show match. Who's going to win that one? Uh, the the Wikipedia did not make a pick on that one, for the record. That's new.
2: Yeah, I think this is going to be a Sami Zayn victory. Uh, I think one thing we didn't really talk about uh, in the past show, I think because it was just a packed show, was a... Uh, well, we didn't because it happened on so Monday. told the J.D. McDonough was, match. Uh, Yes, but Sammy's promo uh, to the Judgment Day before, you know what I mean, and 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 you could you could you could exactly see where he was coming from and the passion he was mm-hmm. speaking with. And uh you know, that sounded like a guy who's getting ready for at least a main event level yep, push. Yeah. So. I was thinking you
0: know, I don't know if it, I felt the exact same thing. So I should so I but but I I didn't feel like I was ready to put it into words. I was like, it was just a sense that I got, you know. It wasn't as it wasn't cut and dried. It wasn't cut and dried like when Jericho used to get a six pack before he got the big push every time. Um, (laughs) Right, right, right. But yeah, I totally agree. So yeah, that's a that that's a Sami Zayn one. Although JD McDonough uh, did look good in his match against Rollins on Monday night. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that matters because this is pro wrestling and none of it's really real. But uh, (laughs) now I'm more excited for this match than I would have been otherwise. Um, yeah, he's eating that boot. JD's
2: got to eat that boot, man. Um,
0: Io Sky versus Bianca Belair for the WWE Women's Championship. This is going to be an interesting one. Um, I don't know exactly how to call it. I don't know exactly how to call it. I mean, it does sort of feel like you've got Damage Control out there that can run interference. Would they do this big title change? Uh, in Riyadh, uh, uh, uh well. Tell me what you think, and I'll tell you what the site with the, the man who can tell the future on <laughs> Wikipedia told you.
2: Oh, man, it, I, I I almost never bet against Bianca Belair, <laughs> right? Like she's like the easiest person to bet against uh, to to not bet against. You know, she she wins almost every big championship match she's in, and if she doesn't win, she gets a rematch, and then she eventually wins it. So I'm gonna say. This is going to be your schmozzy finish with Io Sky retaining, but I do think it won't be long before Bianca gets her her title back. I think before I think we're going into twenty twenty four with Bianca Belair as the women's world champion.
0: What is it? But Io Sky wins. Is, is Bianca wins. over at Saturday or really not over? I don't remember.
2: So. I remember she was not over in Puerto Rico. That's right. That was like the first time I was like, oh shit, they are they are not fucking with Bianca right now. Um which was new, but uh, man, it, you never know. You never know when you get to the uh when when you get to the, to the international crowds how they're going to react. So um but I do remember vividly Puerto Rico being pretty staunchly anti uh anti uh Bianca Belair which was, which was um
0: notable I I I'm 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 conflicted on this one because I feel like this could be a match where this could be a like you said quick and simple schmazi EOS guy retains or it could also just be like a huge they if they just decide to set up for a huge moment for Bianca Belair to win the title at this show right it could be that too I I kind of go both ways however um the crystal ball in Wikipedia says that Io Sky defeats Bianca Belair, so not, not for the record, Bianca Belair, Belair wins via disqualification. She just says that Io Sky wins straight up. So take that take that for what for uh, what it's worth. Um, the next match is Solo Sokoa versus John Cena. The, the Wikipedia crystal ball says that Solo Sokoa wins. Who do you, what do you think? You said that was your lock, I think, last time we spoke.
2: Yeah, I think I think this is a solo win. I think this is a solo win. I think the fact that uh, Cena has, I think, once they made note of how long he hasn't won, that was the death knell. I was like, oh yeah, he's definitely losing again.
0: <laughs> well, he's the greatest of all he's time, just again. for the record. I want yeah. to make sure that everybody knows that. Um, the it does feel like John Cena is fully in put people over mode. So it would make sense that he lose to Sola Sokoa. And it does feel like the writer strike. I mean, sorry, the the screen actor skilled strike could end at any moment, which I think means that he would just be immediately, you know,
2: be out of here, like, private jetted to back
0: to the, whatever set he's supposed to be on. But
2: um, go back to his home planet,
0: like Pucci. yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but man, for some reason, a clean solo win doesn't feel right to me, even though the Wikipedia crystal ball says he wins. I mean, listen, he could win, and then John Cena could get the FU, or sorry, the attitude adjustment post-match, and everybody could feel good and go home happy. I don't know, man. I'm picking John Cena in this one. I'm going against you. I'm going against the Wikipedia crystal ball. We'll spit.
2: Okay, okay. Gonna, I don't okay. know
0: why. You know, if, if, I mean- if Vince were in charge, John Cena would win, no matter how much the little Sola Sokoa. And there's got to be some of that DNA still in there.
2: I mean, for all the reasons why I think he would lose, there's a reason why. That's the one reason why I think he would win. I mean, it would be a big victory for him. He hasn't really got inside one. In this it's,
0: very specific audience, you know, like a yeah.
2: In the grand scheme of things, it probably doesn't mean it doesn't hurt solo as much.
0: And no, you could schmoz it in both directions. You know, I mean, you could have a, you could have bloodline. Shenanigans go wrong. You could have, you could have, you know, Heyman cost solo the match. For sure. Yep. Yep. You could you have could Roman Reigns that. demand that Solo Sokoa lie down as some purity test. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> purity uh, test? I don't know. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, next match Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest in a singles match. According to the Wikipedia crystal ball, Cody Rhodes wins. What do you say?
2: Yeah, I'm going with the Wikipedia crystal ball also because Cody Rhodes didn't just win uh, and and come back. He had well, he had one of my favorite go home promos in recent memory. This past Raw on Monday, he comes out in the in the in the Tiffany Nike Air Force Ones, hits the crossroads onto the table, jumps on, jumps in the ring, and pretty much calls Damian Priest uh, uh A follower, you know what I mean? He says he ain't built like that. And man, that was something to keep an eye on because there's definitely been some tension between Damian Priest and the rest of the blood of the judgment day. And, um, you know, when somebody loses, usually one would think uh, they're going to cash in later that night. So I still think there's a possibility yeah. you get a clean Cody win, and you know it still might. Be, I know that that's the, I know night. that
0: that's the conventional way of thinking. You lose, you cash in later in the night. I, mm-hmm. dude, I had these. I had that handcuffed to the uh, to the. we uh, gonna gonna bet the parlay with that in the main event? Just yep. like you, yep. But I think. Well, in my head, Damien was winning. I'm not sure it matters who wins that match because the the important thing is that Damien Priest sort of separates himself from Judgment Day during that match. Now, if you're right, then Judgment Day tries to help Priest and Priest tells him to go away. They help anyway, and somehow it costs him the match. And then he cashes in later in the night. In my mind... All that stuff happens, but Damien Priest pulls out, like, the dramatic victory. Like, he actually separates from Judgment Day and learns who he is and defeats Cody Rhodes and then goes on to cash in. So he has the Megan. Yeah. because I do feel like Damian Priest needs... He's kind of got to stand on his own, He needs too, to stand on his right? own, but he, he needs a sort of double kick in the ass on the way up to cashing in, if he's going to successfully cash in. Now, he... If he's going to ca- successfully cash in, I feel like he needs the boost that beating Cody Rhodes would give him on the way there. That's what I would do if I were running things. You could do it either way. If you have him lose to Cody, you could have him fail to cash in. You could also have, obviously have him lose and then cash in successfully and everything that I've said will be forgotten by the time we talk again. But as good as Damian Priest is, as important as he is to the show, he needs... To be a legitimate champion, to not just beat Seth Rollins or Drew McIntyre after they're beat, beaten up, he needs to be needs another resume mark, and and that would be beating Cody Rhodes. That's all. That's that's my that's my argument for well,
2: that. Well, you're right. I think the one thing the one thing Cody said that um the one thing that Cody said that that stood out was, you know, him how you're in a group with no leaders. It's because you know you're you're not built that way in so many in, in many senses of the word. It would be hard not to. See Damian Priest as the leader of the Judgment Day if he's the world heavyweight champion and tag team champion at the same yeah. time. You know what I mean? Like, while Judgment Day has all that gold, I mean, it, it seems like that's the final piece, right?
0: I don't think and, he's gonna, I don't I think he's done with the Judgment Day. Yeah. I think it's the only, yeah. I, yeah I mean, I think that, I mean, maybe they'll do, maybe they'll draw it out because they obviously will still have the tag belt and they can, they can keep telling yeah. that story, you know, whatever. But I think that the move is. That he goes solo. If they're going to have him cash in now, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. So in that main event match, it's Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. If there's no cash in, who do you have as the winner? Um, I, I think with separate no cash from cash in, I cash in things,
2: a, I still think it's a Seth Rollins yeah. win because it, it seems like we're 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 teetering on Drew McIntyre just losing his shit. Mm-hmm. And him talking about just how unfair all of his championship matches have been and them chronicling it and making it a big deal kind of sets you up for them thinking, oh, he's gonna get screwed again. Yeah. And then he's finally gonna fucking lose his shit. Listen, <laughs> you I know, have, so. if
0: I had to bet money, I would probably go with the Seth Rollins win. The, through my fantasy booking, I would have Drew win. Because if you have, right. if you have, if you have, I mean, Cody and Seth are both basically bulletproof. Cody's gotta get some. Yes. Co- Cody's probably got to get a winning streak of some significance going prior to WrestleMania and finishing the story. I'm not counting him finishing the story with a North American title. Um, but Priest and and Drew both need help. So I would have, I would have Drew Priest beat Cody. I would have Drew beat Seth and then have Priest cash in on Drew. Of course, you'd be, you know, the next pay-per-view, you'd still be looking at like a Rollins-Drew-Priest three-way or whatever. Um, but I think I, I would have, I again, I would do it in the ring. Just like I was saying with Damian Priest, I would have Drew lose his shit, fully turn heel and, and eek out a win over Seth Rollins only to lose it to Damian Priest. That's what I would do. But I think if I had to bet money, I would say Seth's going to win because it's just, you know, because champion wins, whatever. And then I think, I mean, if I had to bet money, I would say there's no cash in because it's a, it's a mug's bet. You know, like, it's not, like, is there, like, we how, we think there's a cash-in every month. You know, and it...
2: That is true. That is
0: true. But, I've been betting again. I've been betting for Seth Rollins to lose the title for at least the past I know. five I've months. I've lost so much money on Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. We get it do. Too-
0: mm-hmm. Super producer Ben Cruz is on here too. We get let's, let's get a, let's get a betting sponsorship for this. I think we should
2: Yo, I mean, come on, man. I, I, what are we what are we doing? I feel like for the longest time, we could really set some good odds on different matches. I no, think the, most we, of them have odds. Aren't. I think
0: even the one even yeah, I think there's odds out there. So I think we get get one of these casinos to sponsor us and we'll each oh, take yeah. we'll each bet like, you know, start everybody on the Ringer wrestling show with like, uh, you know, like 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 $10,000 of fake money. And then let's just let's like, make some bets. Let's just
2: do it. Yeah. Let's let's see who let's see who wins at the end of the at the end of WrestleMania. We should have a WrestleMania season like season. Oh yeah. Right? Like have like an actual fantasy draft throughout the entire Ringer Wrestling Show crew, right? Like we pick who I think last thing we did it with the, our, the, our 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 draft like as rosters, but I think a WrestleMania season like draft where we set odds, we have people that we draft and see who wins oh, from that's now until from now uh, until the
0: day. But even after if we just bet on the matches, oh hopefully there's props too. Like we watch it, everyone's gonna lose all their money on like we'll see him punk appear. In <laughs> <laughs> Survivor series, everybody goes broke, put it all on punk. Um. All right. Wait. Let's keep going with the predictions. Next. Uh. Oh. Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul for Ray's United States Championship. They talked about this on Cheap Heat, but, mm-hmm. but basically it was a very meta conversation. But everybody should listen to it. But it was basically, like, would it be shocking if Logan Paul won? Would that be no. would that be surprising?
2: I'm. A, I'm. It'll be more shocking in how he wins. But you think Logan's no, gonna win? I think. I think this is a. Lock. I think this is. I think we are. You think Logan Paul
0: is definitely going to win?
2: I think Logan Paul is definitely walking out of of Riyadh. Oh man, I was going to pick Logan Paul, but I thought it was going
0: to that. I don't think that was going to be. I don't think you were going to agree. I thought that was going to be a surprising choice. According to the Wikipedia, Crystal Ball, Rey Mysterio maintains. I must stipulate that. However, I know it's only November second as we're recording this. Yes. Yes. But yeah, I think Logan Paul... I mean, if it were me, I'd say Logan Paul wins and let's just set up his WrestleMania match tomorrow.
2: Come on now. You know what we're doing. You know what we're doing. I mean, between that, I I, I still think... I still need to see Cena, Paul, Cena, Logan Paul mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Both those guys somehow. are going to disappear.
0: Now, of course, you could just set up that match without him winning the title. You know, you could True. have them get into a thing backstage, even if it was just a little tease. Like, hey, let me shake your hand. Now I'm going to spit on you or, you know, whatever. <laughs> um... Who's more famous, Logan Paul or John Cena?
2: That's a hell of a question. I mean, I I feel like several months ago, I would have very easily answered that. I think John Cena is definitely more famous. Don't get me wrong. I think think Logan Logan Paul, if if
0: you've ever heard, if you've ever been within 10 feet of someone saying the name Logan Paul, then Logan Paul is more famous to you.
2: Logan Paul is definitely infamous. I think Logan Paul definitely
0: has way more
2: uh he has definitely way more influence than john cena just off of what he's done for youtube True, and no no that's what i'm saying her.
0: he's a bigger star in his sphere and his sphere yeah. is ever growing however my mom has never said the words logan paul or heard them probably <laughs> never. she could once, have a conversation yeah. about john cena and that's not just because she's my mom you know mom's like you have seen john cena movies have seen him hosting the today yeah. show like do all that stuff yeah all that i don't know definitely Brian, who's more famous
2: John Cena's definitely got a soccer bomb level of fame that I don't think Logan Paul's got yet. Like, but people who watch, like, Maury and, you know, uh, uh, watch Good Morning America and the Today Show, like, they know who John Cena yeah. is, even if they never Producer seen him. Brian wrestle Brian H. Waters? Who's more
0: famous? I got
2: to go with John Cena.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think my sensors are off today because I keep thinking I'm going to make shocking, have shocking opinions that just turn out to be what we all agree on. Maybe we just all spend too much time <laughs> together. I don't know. I
2: think so. We're all we're all becoming one brain. We're all just sharing it. <laughs> uh, so you think Logan Paul's
0: going to win? I think Logan Paul's going to win. Brian, who's going to win that match, Ray oh, or Logan? Logan. So Brian Waters has a look on his face like it's stupid to ask the question. <laughs> Bro, we've been, I've been, I've I've been. No, I'm switching to Ray. I I don't like, I don't like, I'm going to go against the flow. I'm switching to Ray.
2: I've been I've been campaigning to put some damn gold on Logan Paul ever since this time of last year when him and Roman Reigns probably he gave arguably Roman Reigns his best match of his title defense. No, I think it's, I think you should put. So I think like, it's I don't yeah. know,
0: I think it's a great decision. But now that you guys have now both picked it, I'm going to go with the Wikipedia crystal ball. I'm picking Rey Mysterio. Let Logan and Cena get into a fight somehow or get set up this match elsewhere. Where they don't need the title. Um, all right. Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler versus Zoe Stark versus Raquel Rodriguez. Fatal five way for the women's championship. Um, The Wikipedia Crystal Ball has Rhea Ripley rotating against those incredible odds. What do you think, guys?
2: I'm going to have to agree with the Wikipedia Crystal Ball. This seems like it's going to be a Rhea Ripley showcase. I agree. And lot, lots of riptides on big, strong women and big, badass women. So I think I, I can't think she tell got the, the
0: riptide is not necessarily so impressive against the giant people. You know, it's uh, well, maybe is it more impressive because it looks like she's working really hard at it. Maybe so. Maybe it is because it's not exactly it's not so. it's not like a choke slam. It's not like your your partner really gets to jump up in the air to sell it for you. It, you just got to really, really deadlift. Mm-hmm. If it, it is kind of like a, a nice cradle.
2: Like I sometimes give my daughter the Riptide, just like when she's like by accident. Like if she's like crawling on me, and I pick her up and do the whole yeah. thing. I'm like, it is kind of a,
0: it is kind of a a, a, a harmless cradle. My kid, my four year old, <laughs> by the way, has gotten to the point now where he's just par- partly because of the whatever wrestling moves I've done on him, kind of faking, and partly because I, you know, and I catch him every time he does anything. He's gotten fearless. So if I just like pick him up, like literally just pick him up to hold him, he will like drop kick me. He will like put his feet in my chest and try to do a backflip. Hey, but you. not like try to do a backflip, like he doesn't understand what might happen. You know? So it's like ever I got to hold him so freaking tight now. Um you did did, did did your kid dress up for Halloween? Yes, she was uh she was Gizmo from the Gremlins, uh, which was
2: which was very classic. Fun. Was very cute. You know, me and the me and the wife was uh, Storm and Black Panther, and we did our trick-or-treating, nice. which is very, very nice and very black powerfully. So, enjoyed it. Did you guys dress up properly? Yeah,
0: our little, our little one was, our teen was out at the, hanging out with his friends. Our little guy was Michelangelo, <laughs> had a sweet Ninja Turtle costume, which has been, nice. the, the, the Ninja Turtle renaissance, the turtle sauce has been amazing for me, because that was just my favorite thing for a long Hell time yeah. as a kid.
2: Shout out Seth Rogan, man. Yeah. Got got a new generation of uh, Ninja Turtles. So my fans. wife and
0: I both had Ninja Turtle like t shirt Like we had the t-shirts with the shell, you know, that looked like the chest of the Ninja Turtle and masks, but the, it was just the t-shirt and the and the and the the fabric mask, not the didn't cover the face, just went over the eyes.
1: <laughs> so we were gotcha. we were
0: all turtles, but it was mostly just him. He had a great time. What about you, Brian? Um, I took my daughter to my guard brother's party, so I dressed up as Booker T. And my daughter
2: was a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Just something simple. Grandma my World Heavyweight Championship. My guard brother was stone cold. He had the. You uh, got the dreads around. Yeah, <laughs> got the dreads. <laughs> <It works. laughs> my guard brother got the ball
0: head. He bought an Austin 316 shirt he had overnighted. I gave him my big eagle belt to wear. Wait, was there anything else to the costume besides that? I had an NWO shirt on. Okay, and some jeans
2: that works. All right, so <laughs> You're, was, you so were so wearing was, a shirt. Was, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. You was a very specific era of Booker T. <laughs> right, did the pose? You know, with the belt. You know, posted it side by side. I'm just a Booker T. Booker <laughs> T. I ain't <laughs> your sucker, sucker.
0: Elite Booker T. a Elite Booker T. moment, a Lee Booker T moment
2: yeah. Book. Book. Book.
0: Uh, oh, cute. Ben just posted. Ben, ben posted some of the betting odds in here. Ben wants to know if you did a spin a rooney, Brian. No. <laughs> oh, God. Undertaker a levels a of resistance here. Cool. I, I learned, though, on Twitter
2: that a lot of people I didn't know that watch wrestling, that was the first thing they asked, like, are you going to do the spin a rooney? And it's like people I went to middle school with, I know the way they watch wrestling, but
0: they know Booker T and they know about the spin a rooney. All right. Come on, now. Um <laughs> Let's see. Oh, Seth is minus 400 to win. Which are good odds, but not like shocking odds. Sh- I mean, great odds is Rhea Ripley's at t- net minus two thousand to retain. Um, so yeah, so that's where we are. If it's not Rhea Ripley, just for the sake of conversation, mm-hmm. who do you think is going to win? Nia Jax if it's not. Rhea. If, if Rhea loses, is it Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark, or Raquel Rodriguez that walks out with the title? Yo, I'll be. I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> Nia Jax. I think so too. Like I, I think Nia Jax I would say Nia Jax the... won Zoe Stark too. I mean, I guess the betting odds are probably on Raquel, but I think Zoe Stark, I still think I, I still think Zoe Stark's in that spot where you can just give her the title and build the story around it, you know, and just give her a little bit. Yeah, I feel
2: like that they, they're they're all coming off of semi-positive moments, right? Like Zoe Stark just got out this Tristratus thing. Um, Shayna Baszler, you know, set Ronda Rousey packing. Nia Jackson had beating the hell out of people. And Rhea and, and, um, and uh, Raquel, I've had their beef for a while. So, I mean, I think the smart money is on Rhea, but, like, anyone, any one of those guys, those girls winning, uh, would make storyline sense, right? Like, they they're all sort of have momentum. Yeah. Um, so, that could be interesting.
0: That could be interesting. No, maybe it's Raquel. Maybe it's Raquel, just because of Raquel, a big baby face win going over and crowned jewel. I don't know. Maybe that makes sense. I don't know. Anyway. Rhea Ripley's gonna retain. Uh, one more match: Roman Reigns versus L.A. Knight. According to the Wikipedia crystal ball, Roman Reigns retains his title. I believe that of all the matches on this card, that's the closest thing to a lock. But Ben, what are the betting odds on this one? Kaz, does anybody want to make the case for L.A. Knight? Minus three thousand for Roman Reigns. That's even more, even more extreme than than Rhea's odds. You're only The only way you put the
2: title on L.A. Night is to shock people, right? No, the like, only way, I said everything. this on
0: on Monday, the only way you put the title on L.A. Night is if the crown prince of Saudi Arabia says, I want L.A. Night to win. <laughs> but yes, I, I agree. It's only to shock people. Um, there's no way. There's no way. Because you can make L.A. Night look a million times better than he did when he walked when he when he walks in the door without him winning like it's just it's of just not that important that he wins it's actually maybe more important that he loses in some controversial way that makes you want to see a rematch that makes you still care about LA night even more on friday night you know
2: you know, Roman talks about the island of relevancy, and it, it's kind of a real thing, though, right? Like once you've kind of been in that in that room with Roman for however many months it is, like you do usually come out for the better of it. And I think everybody has. I think whether it's Sammy Kevin, I mean, I think probably the only person who didn't really have a good go of it afterwards is probably drew. And I think that kind of <laughs> speaks more to the story. But l a Knight's main objection here should be, Look like you belong. Look like you belong. Look like, get that crowd as, if you can get, if you can get that, that, that near fall that is as thin as like the space in between my fingers right now to get people to react and people really thinking you win in the universal championship, that is a, that is a, a, that is mission accomplished. I agree. I agree.
0: I mean, listen. Apparently, Roman Reigns is not booked for Survivor Series. That be that's the news that's been trickling out. So, so I guess we're looking at some version of like Solo and Jimmy and the Judgment Day versus the Super Friends, um, which would make sense. But I can't. I don't really know how that pertains. I'm trying to. I'm trying to relate that to this match. I mean, I guess you can... I mean, Streets
2: are saying, Streets are saying, though, we're getting the legend killer coming back at Survivor yeah, Series. Yeah, no, I, mean, so. I was going
0: to say, I mean, you, you could make the case that, you know, whatever, in a vacuum that you would let LA Knight win so that there would be, so that the champ would be there at Survivor Series if Roman's not going to be a part of it. But I think it makes more sense to not, don't mess around with the bloodline any more than you have to going into a big match in which the bloodline is a part and the champion won't be there. or The main dude won't be there, right? right? So, yeah, LA Knight's going to lose. unfortunately but he's no it's not unfortunate he's gonna look better coming out than he goes in if all goes according to plan um anyway that's it that's it that's our show for this Thursday thank you guys so much for listening Kaz you wanna get your plugs in
2: yeah, man! Catch me on Counted Points Bet Fanatics Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Talking all things NBA. Uh, catch me on Say Lots with Caslow, can Rosie. Shout out to everybody in North Carolina Central. Uh, can't wait to see you guys today. Uh, we're doing a live episode of the podcast with the legendary Ninth Wonder. Um, here, so uh, if you're in North Carolina, come say hey, should be fun. Um, also, catch me this weekend all over Peacock during Crown Jewel for new episodes of This Is Awesome and new episodes of The Ultimate Show with a very special guest, Mr. Money in the Bank, Damien Priest. So, um, that's what it plugs, or man. Maybe plugs. the
0: WWE champion, uh,
2: or maybe WWE champion at that point. Who knows? Who knows? Oh yeah, a,
0: we'll maybe, that's, maybe that's why they have him out there doing these shows, you know, get his face out there and everything else. Um, Or maybe they wouldn't have had him do it if it would mean him... If he'd be on there with the briefcase knowing that he shouldn't have the belt. He wasn't...
2: He wasn't... He he didn't... I, I can confirm... He did not record there this you episode go. with the briefcase. He leaves. He did not record He's with the briefcase. He's so. winning. He's getting the Who knows?
0: <laughs> That's so awesome, dude. I can't wait to is there gonna be video of your thing with that you're doing down there in night with ninth
2: one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're actually shooting it with uh Nike and uh yard uh, yard runners. So um, you know, shout out to everybody at Nike to for bringing us here and making this happen.
0: Kerm, who's never here, was going to do a, a wrestling rap lyrics ranking for us. We got to make him do that. But a lot, I mean, there's low key. If you, Even if you're thinking of all your favorite hip hop songs about pro wrestling, you might not have listened to all the deep cut Little Brother tracks. Uh, but there's a lot of them on there. So wrestling and rap fans, if you want to go check that out. not just It's not just just a wrestling thing. There. it's got that Greensboro Coliseum lines and stuff like that. That's just, just North Carolina stuff, man. Um, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. To producer, Brian Waters, for producing this episode. Thanks for Big Boss Man, Ben Cruz, for hanging out in the background and giving us the betting odds. Thank you all for listening again. Uh, oh, by the way, you can find me here. You can find me on the Press Box. Be sure to listen to all the great shows on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. Apologies, as always, to John Moxley. Enjoy Crown Jewel. We'll see you back here next week, humanoids.
2: Peace.